Welcome back into Wake Up Mid-Missouri on this uh, Monday morning when we're seeing some sun and we're going to see a little warm-up. That's great. Little uh, little rain later on in the week. Well, um, it's going to be raining candidates this election cycle uh, tonight <laughs> down in Cole County. Uh, next week on the 27th, uh, 29th is uh, Boone County Lincoln Days. And uh, joining us now in studio, Taylor Burks, former Boone County clerk, uh, former candidate for uh, congressional office. And uh, you have an announcement to make, Taylor. Yeah. Welcome into the program. Hey, great to be here. Well, thanks for doing it on this program. Thank yeah, you. happy to do that. I told you I would when uh, we were first talking about what candidates were thinking about. Uh, I said uh, I'm from Midmo. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm the only candidate who's looking at this race from Midmo. So happy to announce that I'm throwing my hat in the ring for Missouri's third congressional district. Wow, Woo-hoo. that's exciting. That's yeah. exciting. I don't know about that. No, <laughs> it is. A, it's a big hill to climb, but, right? And, and that's the reality of what happened in Missouri after redistricting two years ago. Central Missouri got sliced up by uh, some jokers in Jefferson City. Uh, and so uh, as we're looking at the crop of candidates and who can represent us in Congress, I think we need a strong central Missouri voice, and that's why I'm jumping in. Okay, so what is it that um, finally pushed you to make that decision? I mean, because I know you were pondering it. You were with us a couple weeks ago. You said you were going to consult with. I think yeah. you were meeting with or calling uh, Mark Alford that day, and yeah. and you talked with Blaine Lukemeyer. What is it that finally, you know, tipped the tipped the scale? It's Well, it, it has been nice since my last campaign being out of politics, being in the private sector, running a company, yeah. the Ross Inc. here in Columbia, uh, our development at Midway Golf and Games. There's a lot of things to do with my family. And so the last seven weeks since Blaine's announcement, I've talked to a number of other people, have encouraged candidates from mid-Missouri to jump into this race, to be a strong conservative voice for us in Washington, D.C. And friend after friend declined to run. And so we just got to the point where I said, hey, we cannot allow uh, people outside of the district from the St. Louis area to come in and take a mid-mo congressional seat without a strong candidate to say, hey, these are our rural mid-Missouri voices that we have on these issues. Uh, and so it, it, it was a huge motivator for me that we have a voice here that's running for the seat. Yeah. Now talk to us a little bit about the district itself. Where yeah. is the population center? And when we're talking, I mean, for folks who are unfamiliar, especially since they're newer districts, talk to us about what's actually in that district. Right. So uh, obviously Columbia, Cole County, Fulton, Boonville, about half of the primary voter population is here in mid-Missouri, about 45%. The rest of that is over in the St. Louis area. So St. Charles, uh, Winsville, everything west here. And then it, it, there's a small piece that curls under the city of St. Louis, picks up Jefferson County, uh, doesn't quite go to Arnold where uh, one of the candidates lives. Uh, I want to. So, bottom line, you are running. Yes, your, sir. Your name is in the ring. I want to follow up quickly with Stephanie, and I have a question. I, I would add two very important for our listeners. Columbia, literally, you talked about redistricting. Yeah. Folks, they drew the boundary right down Broadway. So if you're at Teller's, you're in you're in Blaine's district. You walk over to Bingham's, you're in Mark Alford's district. That's right. Literally, that is the congressional district. Never seen anything like it in my life. Fifty-two years. Uh, you probably not either. Seen well, it. Boone County had never been split never. before this most recent redistricting cycle. And if you look at the dysfunction that's going on in the state capitol, the same stuff that happened during redistricting is happening on the floor of the Senate this session. And uh, it's why uh, we're at a disadvantage in representation and and Blaine and Mark are both friends and and have been good about coming to Columbia but 
inherently the voice of, of mid-Missouri has been diluted because mm-hmm. of the maps that came out two years ago. So do you think Bob Onder's in the race? We've had him on, state senator from Lake, former state senator from Lake St. Louis, very well known, radio, done some radio as well. State Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman, very well known. She's from Arnold. Um, a, can you beat them? And B, are you saying both of them don't live in the district? Neither. So I'm the first candidate to actually live in the district okay. to announce that I'm running. I'm the only candidate from mid-Missouri who's running. And I frankly don't find it compelling that we have state senators and lawyers who are looking to uh, take a uh, carpet bag into Missouri's third district and try to take this congressional seat from mid-Missouri. Okay. Taylor Burks joins us on Wake Up Mid-Missouri announcing his candidacy for congressional district three. And it's a it's a major announcement. I think it changes the landscape of that race. John? Taylor, uh, talk to us about the whole issue in the Red Sea with the Eisenhower battle group uh, launching their SM missiles against the Houthis and all. You're a little logistics officer in the Naval yeah. Reserve now. Talk to us about the sustainment challenges for the battle group. Well, this is why the United States Navy is still the world's greatest Navy, and we have to be aware of the threats that we face across the globe. Um, we could talk about a number of foreign policy issues, but um, as we've seen China, as we've seen Russia, as we've seen Iran get more aggressive with their proxies like the Houthis, they're, they're testing new weapon systems that we've never seen before. And frankly, our sailors, our Marines that are in the Middle East uh, on, on our ships, on our platforms, are uh, performing exactly how we train. The United States is showing exactly uh, why we are... Uh, we're friends with so many people across the globe because of our ability to defend our own interests and stand with our friends. But sustainment challenges that we face are, uh, you know, our ability to protect sea lanes for global commerce benefits the United States directly. It benefits our, our friends and allies. And I, realistically, it also benefits countries like the Chinese. And so uh, this is an area that we have to continue to be focused and, and pay attention to how we're performing and who we're supporting in the Middle East because of those challenges. Taylor, recently there was a severing of what was planned, a connection between border security for these United States and aid for the various Ukraine, Taiwan, Israel, uh, and even some humanitarian aid. That Senate package fell through, and instead, a standalone aid package. Were you in the House of Representatives, and you had friends in the Senate, Mm -hmm. um, what would you be lobbying for these days? Where would you stand on whether these should be connected, or should they be disconnected? No, so this is also part of the problem that we have in Washington, D.C., and frankly in Jefferson City, too. Uh, There are a number of issues that we need to advocate for, and they get thrown into these omnibus or even these minibus bills that you have to vote for terrible things to get something that you you need and that we need to to have you know uh you're put in the position of well are you going to vote against the military you're going to vote against a secure border and so i'm a firm proponent and i've 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 told leadership as we've had conversations with nrcc we need to get to single issue bills moving through the legislature so we can get this country back to uh (laughs) policy making and and doing the things that americans expect Okay, so circling back to CD3, we know it's probably going to take a lot of money. Uh-huh. What we've heard is Senator Onder, former Senator Onder, can basically self-fund. He's got a lot of money. Uh, we've heard Senator Coleman has raised $200,000. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's it going to take to win the race, and how are you going to get there? Yeah, so we'll be competitive. I led the field in Missouri's 4th District in fundraising. I raised almost a million dollars in that race, and our challenge was I won Midmo counties when I ran in the 4th District race. Most of that population was moved to the 3rd District two months before my 
election. But I say, look at my track record. I've raised almost a million dollars when I was a candidate without any institutional support on this message of, you know, being a farm kid from the Ozarks, uh, serving in the Navy and now serving in the private sector. People respond to that. It may not be, you know, the Jeff City lobbying crowd that, uh, uh, is funding uh, some of the other candidates in the race, but we've put together the resources to be competitive last cycle, and we'll do the same thing this cycle. As you know, it's no secret among GOP circles, even those who aren't in the GOP, that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of dissension within the GOP. Right? There's the Freedom Caucus. Bob Onder was on the street. I think it was in St. Charles when they announced the reformation of that uh, before the session began. Uh, no one knows really where Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman stands right now, if she's really solidly. I think she's probably not solidly with the Freedom Caucus. Wouldn't you agree, Stephanie? I think that's right. Yep. Where do you position yourself in this uh, Hatfields and McCoys, which many of us look askance at and say, why is this happening in why the GOP? That's exactly what, right. What are you, what's your analysis and what is your solution? I think a lot of that is personality. These are people who've grown up, they've been career politicians in Jefferson City, and they get sucked into these little cliques that are not really that much different on policy. You know, if, if you're an outsider looking in like I am, you're like, what is even the difference in what we're trying to accomplish? Initiative petition reform, the things that they've talked about, being a pro-life legislature and getting pro-life legislation to the governor's desk, those are things that all conservatives care about. And I look at it and I think, gosh, that just looks a lot like inside baseball and personalities of people who don't like each other because they've been stuck in the same room for too long. Uh, it's, it's like kids on a car ride <laughs> where you have, I've three little boys when they're together too long they're just at each other's throats and i think that having outsiders having people who uh don't have to bring that baggage into the next level of policy making is the solution to that people can look at my record here in Boone County as a conservative, people can look at my policies from 22 and what I talked about in any number of issues and think, gosh, this guy's as conservative as they come. But being able to work with others who don't don't agree with me, you have to do it in Columbia and the ability to accomplish things across, not even the aisle, just across caucuses within our own conference is going to be huge for us to, to fix the dysfunction in Washington, D.C. Well, I know a lot of people in mid-Missouri are familiar with you, but for maybe some people who would want like a quick face-to-face conversation, I know we've got Cole County Lincoln Days yeah. uh, tonight and Boone County Lincoln Days coming up. Where can people find you and, and have that conversation yeah. one-on-one? TaylorBurksForCongress.com is our website. Uh, on social media, Burks for Congress or Taylor W. Burks on Twitter. We have a lot of stuff from both last cycle and this, this cycle that we're putting out. We'll be at Cole County Lincoln Days, Boone County Lincoln Days. Uh, we run full-throated, full speed ahead. Uh, that's how I do things uh, in past campaigns where we're doing it in the third sounds exciting thanks for being here really appreciate you thanks announcing for having us. And, Happy to uh, here. and all the best as you move forward it's you're so right i mean what a dysfunctional uh, cd uh, you know redistricting that, that that was really splitting this county right down the middle and it's just just really dysfunctional uh you've been encouraged by uh, mark alford and blaine lukemar you know uh congressman alford has been uh grown to be a dear friend he's had me in dc to testify on veterans issues the serve act we talked about which helps veteran uh entrepreneurship uh, i'm on his military affairs committee with the two military bases in his district to advise him on those issues so mark has been a huge supporter he'll have an announcement uh coming out later this week uh my conversation with blaine i i asked for his advice i know he's talking to every candidate mm-hmm. uh blaine's been a huge encourager for having a central missouri candidate mm-hmm. who can keep this seat uh representing us in washington dc yeah and you will be doing what you can to undo the woke movement in the military should you be elected right can we I, assume yeah. that let's talk about that can i get another segment where we can talk. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, if you want to hang around till 835, that's fine. If you want to talk about it, we can give you some more time. That's Absolutely. Fine. All right, we'll do that. Taylor Burks will come back and talk a little bit more about the issues when we come back after the morning bell coming up right up straight ahead.